Welcome to Pocket Fiction by Steve Cook. Nane. Nane felt Gita lean back in her saddle as they passed between the thick tree trunks. Regardless, she put her head down, reveling as her long loping strides powered them out of the copse and into open ground. Too fast, Nane, Gita said, an edge of panic in her voice. As they rounded the bottom of the hill, a tumbling chaos of leaves and branches crashed out of the little pocket of woodland. Nane looked back to see their pursuers stumbling against each other, their own riders being thrown this way and that. They're right on top of us, Gita shouted. Faster! Make your mind up, Nane panted. But then there was no time for talking, no time for anything but running. Every muscle ached, her paws numb from pounding the hard-packed mud. The cut on her side stung every time she breathed, but nothing else mattered, only climbing the hill. Her mind went blank as the effort took over. The hill evened out, the incline smoothing, and now she could feel the strain creeping through her muscles, the raw pain in her gasping lungs. Nane felt Gita shift in her saddle again, bending low over her. Come on, girl, she said. We aren't letting them beat us. Ahead, a few soldiers were stood shouting, beckoning, and Nane nodded once, pouring everything into the final sprint. Ten metres from the line, incredible pain lanced up from her back left leg. With a yowl, Nane lifted the leg up, her momentum sending her forward, and without thinking she put the limb back down. It buckled under her. I must protect Gita. With a final effort, Nane shoved off with the injured leg and spun round, turning the tumble from an uncontrolled roll into a painful slide along the dusty path. She struck the ground, skidding, and the world collapsed into gritty pain and burning friction. The sound of the watching crowd had changed, from adulation to shock, but it was coming through as if her ears were full of water. Nane! A tugging sensation, and then a lightening of the load on her back. Nane! Are you... Slowly, Nane opened her eyes. Several humans were gathered around. Gita, tears streaming down her face. Jane and Eve, their helmets hanging loose in their hands. Even Sergeant Stubbs was stood over her, arms crossed. Cinder shoved his head between the soldiers. Nane, you okay? Ugh. Slowly, Nane got to her feet. As her side came away from the ground, she hissed, feeling the air bite at the fresh cuts. Back left legs, injured. We saw it from behind you, Cinder said, nodding his soot-black head. You sort of twisted in the air, went over, then slid across the line. Did we win? As Gita wrapped her arms around her in a hug, Nane let out a little squeak and then gave her an admonishing look. Sorry, Gita said, stepping back and letting Nane stand up fully. She began to limp off to the side, aware that other riders would be coming through any second. You came second, Cinder said, following close enough that Nane could lean on his side without seeming too obvious. Jane reined me in slightly to check you were okay, and Ash just ploughed on past us. He licked his nose conspiratorially. 
I think he's been enjoying being big a bit too much. Nane nodded, sitting down by the side. Gita was speaking with Sergeant Stubbs on the other side of the track, her face glum. Occasionally riders would spur their mounts past the finish line, but there were few onlookers now, apart from the timekeeper. Looks like this might not be good news, Cinder murmured. Ash wandered up, his rider still taking her gear off a few paces away. So, uh, how's it looking from back here? Cinder gave a little huff as Nane narrowed her eyes, tail flicking slightly. Back here? Yeah, you know, in second place. In an instant, Nane fluffed her tail, but from the ground it was impossible to challenge Ash. Didn't realise that was such a bad thing, she said carefully. People are still finishing, after all. They're not finishing first, Ash said, head tilted up in satisfaction. You three, get your tails over here. A brash voice cut across the conversation. All three cats flattened their ears and ducked their heads slightly. They turned and walked over to the old ginger tom that had shouted, First poor thunder. Right, Thunder said, looking from one to the other with narrowed eyes. Nane first. What happened? Back left leg, sir. Some sort of cramp, sir. I watched you fall. Impressive. You've clearly been listening during basic training. The old cat nodded his scarred head, patchy tail frisking the air. Not a scratch on your rider, but... After the effort you were putting in to finish first, do you think you could have climbed a building? Nane opened her mouth and snapped it closed. I thought not, Thunder said. Could you have fought another cat? Swum a river? No, sir, Nane said. The cat turned on Ash. And you? You were so caught up in what you saw as a race that you passed by an injured comrade. At least Cinder here had the good sense to stop. Ash's tail had sunk until it was laying down on the dusty road, his whole body angled downwards. Sir, I... The next words out of your mouth had better be, Sir, sorry, sir, do you understand me? Sir, sorry, sir, Ash said, finally catching on. You are here to learn to be a team, with each other, with your riders. If one falls, you do what you can for them. If you're exhausted, you won't be able to do anything for anyone. Thunder was walking up and down, staring down his nose at them as he lectured. This was not a race. It was a test, a baseline, somewhere we can start from. But that result? Useless. You two need to start using the brains you've been uplifted with. Sir, yes sir, Nane said, hearing Ash echo her. And Cinder, good run. I sense you had more in you at the end. And you stopped to make sure that Nane was okay. Thunder nodded. Keep that up, soldier. Sir. They stayed to stiff attention, tail straight, until Thunder was out of earshot. As soon as he was gone, Nane slumped, feeling her entire side cry out in pain. I'm going to be sore in the morning, she said. Ash's face was almost in the dirt. I hate being wrong. Eh, could have been worse, Cinder said. I hear Sanglier mounts get punished physically. I'd take words over being kicked in the face any day. Easy for you. You weren't in trouble. Nane tuned out the brother's bickering as she watched Gita. Her shoulders were slumped, face downcast, as Sergeant Stubbs shouted at her full force. That man expects the impossible. We'll show him.
Standing up straight, Nane stretched her back legs out. The injured one screamed in protest, but the cramp slowly went from a sharp pain to a dull ache, easier to ignore. As Gita came over, looking for sympathy, Nane stood up stiffly, all four paws planted firmly on the ground. Gita, she said, though there was no way the girl could understand her. We're going to get through this. We're going to be the best. Gita put her arms out, coming in for a hug. Nane put a huge paw on Gita's chest, pulling her up short, and ignored the confused expression on her face. We need to get better, together. Learn from our failures, not commiserate over them. How can I make you understand? Nane knelt down as close as she could to the ground, presenting the saddle to Gita. She fixed the girl with what she hoped was a penetrating stare, then looked at the saddle. Get on, she said. Understanding dawned on Gita's face. I'm to... to ride you? Again. Nane nodded. To where? Nane pointed one paw at the course, cats and riders still coming in. You want to... you want to run the course again? Nane nodded. To prove that we can do it properly. Chimera be praised, Nane thought. Perhaps there's hope for her yet. She nodded, and with her rider on her back, trotted off in the direction of the start line.